that can't be done Nothing you can sing that can't be sung Nothing you can say but you can learn how to play the game It's easy There's nothing you can make that can't be made No one you can save that can't be saved Nothing you can do but you can learn how to be you in time It's easy Love is all you need. Love, love, love. Love, love, love. Love, love, love. All you need is love. All you need is love. All you need is love. Love, love is all you need Nothing you can know that isn't known Nothing you can see that isn't shown There's no way you can be that there isn't meant where you're meant to be It's easy Thank you. What a lovely song to kick us off this morning. Good morning, everyone. My name is Dr. Rita Webster, and I am honored to serve on your board of trustees. Welcome, <clears throat> excuse me, welcome to our Sunday morning service. Our services are at 9.30 and 11.30 Central Time. We live stream at 9.30, and we welcome our live stream audience today from wherever you are around the world. Watch our services anytime, on demand, at our website, or on YouTube. Today's flowers are given by Guy Marzano and Chris Like in celebration of their 25th wedding anniversary. Thank you, yeah, and congratulations. Our fall book program begins this week. We're reading The Way of Gratitude, A New Spirituality for Today by Galen Gingrich. Books are available in the bookstore. Sign up in the Garden Court or on our website to join a book study group. This afternoon, Reverend Kevin and Reverend Tony are leading our annual pet blessing service at 2 p.m. on the patio. It looks like a lovely afternoon. Please have your pets on a leash or in a carrier or bring a picture of your pet if they cannot be with you. 
Join licensed Unity teacher Karen Ani for our fall prosperity class, You Too Can Be Prosperous, to learn how to remove the obstacles to your innate and abundant life. Books are available in the bookstore. Class begins Wednesday evening on October 12th. On Saturday, October 22nd, we'll gather at the Egan location of Feed My Starving Children to hand pack food that will be shipped to children around the world. This is a great family activity with jobs for everyone. Reserve your spot on the Feed My Starving Children website and register under the Unity Minneapolis group. Contact the church office if you'd like to ride to Egan on the Unity bus. Live stream congregants, a special invitation for you. We have an all-in opportunity. Participate in our live stream lottery with the winner enjoying dinner for two with our senior minister, Reverend Pat. To enter, open the live chat during our service this morning. Click on the live stream lottery link and share your name and your email address. The lucky winner will be announced in November. Details for our upcoming events and activities are on the church website, Facebook page, or our weekly emails happening at Unity and Peak at the Week. You can also email or call the church office. And now, please join Reverend Pat for our opening prayer. Thank you, Rita. Join me in our opening prayer. I invite you, if you would, just to take a moment and take that deep breath with me. And as you let go, know your oneness with the divine spirit within. And know your oneness with each other and your oneness with all that is. This morning, we are grateful for the many blessings in our life. Grateful for health and wholeness and well-being. Grateful for prosperity. Grateful for peace and harmony in our lives. Grateful for the opportunity to be in service and the opportunity to give. Grateful for that as well. So we bless each other this morning. We bless each other. We support each other. We love each other. And it is with great joy and appreciation that we say together, thank you, God. Together, thank you, God. And again, thank you, God. And again, thank you, God. Let's applaud this day this morning, okay? Stand for our opening song. Take a look at the person next to you. Say God loves you and I love you too. Now feel the love in the sanctuary. Lift your voice and repeat after me. We come together. We come together. Come together. Come together. Come together. Come together. In the name of love. Come together. Come together. We come together. Come together. We come together. Come together. In the name of love.
So I want you to do me a favor. I want you to look at the person next to you, okay? Just turn and look to the person next to you and say, God loves you and so do I, okay? Okay, God loves you and so do I. Okay, was, oh my goodness. Now I felt it then, didn't you, Judy? Didn't you feel it when they looked at each other and said, I love you, I love you. And so that's what it's about. We're grateful you're with us this morning. Unity is that open and welcoming, inclusive community. And one of our favorite things to do here is to acknowledge our guest. So today, dear friends, if you are a guest, if you're new with us or you feel like you're new with us, we want to honor your presence here today. We're going to do nothing to embarrass you, I promise. We invite you, if you would, just to take your courage in your hand. Courage, 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 and raise your hand as I raise my hand. Courage, courage here. Courage back here. Courage over here. Absolutely. Keep your hands up, please. Keep your hands up, please, until our ushers get to you. That packet of information you just received tells you a lot about Unity Minneapolis. There's a card in that packet. If you choose to turn that into our book desk, we have a gift for you. The rose is a gift from our congregation so that we can easily recognize you and give you that very personal one-on-one -on -one welcome. All of that's important, and yet one of the most important things that's set on this platform each and every Sunday morning is this. And that is, my dear friends, wherever you are in your spiritual journey, wherever that may be, you're welcome here. We welcome you, we bless you, and we behold the living presence of the divine within you. And those of you that are live streaming with us today as well, we certainly would like to connect with you. If there's a link there, just fill out that contact card and someone from our community will reach out to you as well. It's great having you here. Also, those of you that are streaming with us, please open up your chat. Chat with us today. We want to know you. Let's appreciate our guest today, okay? So let's affirm together our mission statement. It is found in your order of service. Uh, our mission statement, uh, together, we are a vibrant, inclusive, prosperous, spiritual community inspiring and empowering full expression of the divine within through prayer, education, and service. 
And now the affirmation for this series, our all-in series affirmation. It is found on the opposite page of your bulletin. We're going to affirm that together. Together, I am all in. Therefore, I think like I am all in. I feel like I am all in. I speak like I am all in. And I act like I am all in because I am all in. It's great having you here today. It's great having you here. We're going to continue our time together with a reading of the Daily Word. We now move deeper into spirit with the reading of the Daily Word. You are invited to mentally add your prayers to our prayer box. And after the service, their prayer box is located in the garden court, where you may add your written requests. You may also submit an online prayer request via our website. Your prayers are prayed with by our prayer ministry for seven days, and then they're forwarded to Silent Unity, where they're prayed for an additional 30 days. The word for today is world peace. We affirm, peace creates beauty in the world. An artist creates beauty out of a spectrum of shades and hues, and the diversity of color adds to the depth of the artwork. In this same manner, the differences in the world show the possibility of splendor when combined in the right way. I envision a world in which all people are accepted exactly as they are, and I set an intention to practice and facilitate goodwill towards others. I behold the world around me, and I find examples of people and cultures blending and mixing in magnificent ways. The potential for peaceful interaction and coexistence are endless. Acts of kindness, honesty, and healthy communication paint pictures of harmony. As I choose non-judgment and unconditional positive regard, I create peace in the world. And scripture tells us from Psalm 34, 14, depart from evil and do good, seek peace and pursue it. The word for today is world peace.
Please join me in a time of quiet and meditation. Take a couple of deep and relaxing breaths, closing your eyes if you're comfortable. Feel yourself going within. Set aside any thoughts or things or feelings that get in the way of simply being still and at peace. Feel your attention moving from your head to your heart. Take another couple deep breaths. See yourself breathing deeply into that heart space. Allow yourself to surrender to right now. Just as each season gives way to the next. Let go of any distraction or attachment, just as summer lets go to autumn. Let go and feel a sense of peace, contentment, and gratitude. Feel it gently consuming your body, mind, and spirit. Mostly feel a deep sense of gratitude Feel it permeate your entire being. Please allow my words to be the words of your heart. I am a perfect and unique expression of the divine. I know that God is the source of unlimited supply. I am a generous giver to life. And I am grateful for all the opportunities to share my gifts. My nature is to give from a generous heart. I know that gratitude births generosity. And I am grateful for this awareness. I am generous with myself and all others. I am filled with joy and gratitude. Yes, I am indeed a giver to life. And now I invite you to take these truths deeper, deeper into the stillness and the silence, allowing yourself simply to rest. Rest for a while in the quiet.
invite you to gently return to this time and place, bringing with you a deeper sense of gratitude, of generosity, a deeper sense of being a giver to life. From Gibran, then said a rich man, speak to us of giving. And he answered, you give but little when you give of your possessions. It is when you give of yourself that you truly give. For what are possessions but things you keep and guard for fear you may not need them tomorrow. And tomorrow, what shall tomorrow bring to the overprudent dog bearing bones in the trackless sand as he follows the pilgrims to the holy city? And what is fear of need but need itself? Is not dread of thirst when your well is full, the thirst that is unquenchable? There are those who give little of the much which they have, and they give it for recognition, and their hidden desire makes their gifts unwholesome. And there are those who have little and give it all. These are the believers in life and the bounty of life, and their coffer is never empty. There are those who give with joy, and that joy is their reward. And there are those who give with pain, and that pain is their baptism. And there are those who give and know not pain in giving, nor do they seek joy, nor give with mindfulness of virtue. They give as in yonder valley, the myrtle breathes its fragrance into space. Through the hands of such as these, God speaks. And from behind their eyes, God smiles upon the earth. And so it is. Kind friends all gathered round There's something I would say If what brings us together here Has blessed us all today Love is like a circle That holds us all inside where strangers are as family and loneliness can hide. So give yourself to love, for love is what you're after. Open up your hearts to the tears and laughter and give yourself to love. Give yourself to love. I've walked these mountains in the rain. I've learned to love the wind. I've 
Been up before the sunrise to watch the day begin. I always knew I'd find you, though I never did know how. But like sunshine on a cloudy day, you stand before me now. Oh, give yourself to love. Love is what you're after. Open up your hearts to the tears and the laughter. Give yourself to love. Give yourself to love. Love is born in fire, it's like planted a seed. Love can't give you everything, but it gives you what you need. Love comes when you're ready, oh, love comes when you're afraid. It can be your greatest teacher best friend you have made. Oh, give yourself to love. If love is what you're after, open up your hearts to the tears and the laughter. Give yourself to love. Give yourself to love. Yourself to love. Oh, give yourself to love. Give yourself to love. Bravo. Thank you, Judy. Uh, thank you, Jordan. Uh, Lori's on a well-deserved day off today, and. Uh, <laughs> And Jordan Hedlund, it's great to have you with us today. You always add a lot to our service. And of course, Judy Bernard is one of the best choir directors in the whole wide world, and we're grateful to have you with us. So how you doing this morning? Let's try that again. How you doing this morning? Great. How could we not be doing great? Those of you that are streaming with us, this is why we live in Minnesota. This is gorgeous. This weather is just absolutely beautiful. You know, those of you that were with me last week, we began our series. It's called All In. All In is the name of our capital campaign that we entered into last week. And this capital campaign is about helping us to fulfill our vision here 
at Unity Minneapolis. And part of that vision here is a building that is total, totally accessible to all. Also, a building that has improved technology and also a building that has places that we can gather that truly supports our social life. I like social life, don't you? Our social life and also supports our spiritual life as well. So last week we began with this name of our lesson is I am all in with our vision. Let's affirm that together. I am all in with our vision. Speaking of vision, I'm going to invite you to take your uh, a service out, your uh, order of service, and look, look at your vision there on that order of service, okay? And let's just look at that vision. This is what we, we say that we're about. This is what we say we want to create in the world. Now let's affirm it like we mean it. Together, centered in spirit, we celebrate a world transformed by love, peace, and compassion. And of course, we just didn't come to that vision willy-nilly. We came to that by identifying our values, our values that are so important to us. And we as a community attempt to live these values as a community and in our own life. So let's affirm that together one more time. Together, we are loving, transforming, welcoming, spirit-filled, prosperous, and joyful. And now we're going to look at our mission one more time. This is how we go about doing our work each and every day, as staff, as volunteers, as part of this community. Okay, let's affirm that together. We are a vibrant, inclusive, prosperous spiritual community, inspiring and empowering full expression of the divine within through prayer, education, and service. And the board steps up there, and this is how we allocate our dollars as well, through that prayer, education, and service, and how we are in service not only to the community within these walls, but we are in service outside of these walls as well. So I am all in with our vision, and I feel that from you. I feel that from you. And this morning, we are going to talk about generosity. I am all in with heartfelt generosity. Let's affirm that together. I am all in with heartfelt generosity. And I want to start my lesson with a story. A story that's taken from the Old Testament. 2 Kings, the fifth chapter, if you wanted to go home and read the entire story. Um, the entire story. But this story is basically about a man by the name of Naaman. And he is uh, a general in the king's army. And one thing that he has is leprosy. And we know about leprosy, especially that, and the, what the effects that it has on the body. And he truly wanted to be healed of leprosy, obviously. And so the king intervened and got him an appointment with Elijah. Now, Elijah, if that name rings a bell for you, many people feel that Elijah was literally the front runner of Jesus, the front runner of Jesus. And in fact, in that particular story, Elijah truly represents that I am, that I am within. And Naaman represents the intellect, the intellect. And so all of a sudden, he gets an audience, or supposedly gets an audience, with Elijah, and he gets ready, he takes his army, he takes tons of gifts, 
he marches over to Elijah's house, and Elijah does not even come out. He sends a messenger out. And he says, go wash yourself seven times in the Jordan River. Now, there's a wonderful metaphysical class right there. We could just have a field day with that story, couldn't we? But go wish, many people believe those seven times represent the seven spiritual centers. Those seven spiritual centers often referred to as chakras. Go and wash yourself, dip yourself seven times. Man, this general, he was so upset. He stormed off, took his army, and run away, started leaving. And he said, oh, my goodness, the man did not even come out. I expected him to come out and to lay his hands on me, to lay hands on me, to do something other than telling me to go wash my in the river. And he was, like, ready to leave. And his servants came to him and said, go back. Go back and dip yourself seven times in the river. If it had been a challenging thing he asked you to do, he would want you would do it, right? Yeah, I guess so. He went back, he dipped himself seven times in the river. He came up and he was healed. This made absolutely no sense to Naaman. And yet he did it. I've often thought to myself, I wonder how he trusted God. I wonder how he went about trusting God. Did he trust before the dipping or after the dipping? <laughs> I bet he had greater trust after the dipping, in my opinion. He had greater trust, but it was, it was simple. It made no sense to his logical mind of what he wanted to do. Have you ever stepped into something that was like made no sense to you? In your logical mind, it made no sense to you, and yet you went and did it. I would say if I took a poll out here, 95 to 100% said yes to that. It often comes through intuition, does it not? Intuition. It makes no sense. You do it anyway. It makes no sense that you are going to experience freedom when you go and you forgive someone else. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to forgive that person, and I'm going to experience the freedom? Yes. It makes absolutely no sense that I am going to go and love someone, love someone that despitefully uses me and takes advantage of me, and yet no sense it makes, and yet there's something inside of us that says, go and do it. No sense. It makes absolutely no sense to forgive that <clears throat> that we lived with for many years and destroyed our life. Ha, ha, ha. We have to forgive it. We have to do the forgiveness work. We have to do the loving work. It makes no sense. Even our principles sometimes in a logical mind makes no sense. There's one presence and one power. God, the good, omnipotent. And we look out here in the world of what's happening in the exterior world, and we say, that makes no sense that I would believe in a God that is absolute good. And I get to look beyond appearances and see the good is only, is the concealment of the good is often there, but it is there. It makes no sense to me. Some of these people that show up in my life 
that I am to know without a doubt that that divine presence lives and moves and has its being within that person. It doesn't feel like, why would I want to do that? Why would I want to look at some of the most horrific people in the history of this in the history of the world and say that this divine presence exists within them as well? And the, certainly the law of mind action. You talk about the law of mind action to the average person on the street, and they say, you are out of your tree. It makes no sense. It makes no sense that thoughts held in mind produce after their kind. That we can begin to change our life simply by taking advantage of that one spiritual law that makes no sense to the average person. It makes no sense through prayer and meditation. It makes no sense that by simply by having a practice of prayer and meditation that it begins to change our life. That here we are each and every morning surrendering to something that we cannot see with our physical eyes, we cannot touch, we cannot smell. And yet each and every day there are millions of people, including you and me, that surrender to this presence each and every day of our life. It makes no sense. And like Naaman, we say, wow, it's got to be more challenging than that. It makes no sense, in my opinion, for us to be, to live the spiritual law of giving and receiving. You mean to say that if I give, gosh, do you remember when you started tithing? Do you remember when you started tithing 10% of what you had? And they told you without a doubt that you could tithe 10% and you would have more to give away? It made no sense. How can you get 90% and turn it into 110%? It makes no sense. But we did it anyway. And it makes no sense and to really practice the spiritual laws of generosity, of giving our nature to give. And yet we step out and we do it anyway. And I'm just not talking about, obviously, financial generosity, even though that's part of it. But I'm talking about what Reverend Kevin referred to in his meditation in such a beautiful way, about how we give ourselves, we give ourselves away. That's what we're here for, to literally give ourselves away. And it makes no sense that as we give ourselves away, that we're taken care of, we're taken care of, that we prosper, that we're happy, that we're joyful, that we're free. It makes no sense. And yet we are called to do it. I want to share with you, and you probably know this without a doubt, that sometimes what we do in a spiritual community makes no sense. And you usually email me about things like that, you know? <laughs> but sometimes it makes no sense. It makes no sense sometimes that gathering together in a spiritual community helps us to heal. Just by coming together in a room like this or coming together in a social time helps us to heal, to heal the grief, 
to even help the physical healing. This makes no sense, my friends, that a doctor would tell you that you've got two months to live, and five years later, you're still walking this planet healthier than ever. And we have people in this congregation that are witness to that. It makes no sense. But, like I said, sometimes we do things as a spiritual community that perhaps does not make sense. I practice tithing in my own life. And this spiritual community that you belong to also practices tithing. Tithing is that place where we give, where we receive our spiritual nourishment. I teach that tithing is different from charitable giving. There is a huge difference for me. So this church tithes each and every month to places like Silent Unity that's there 24-7 for us. 24-7. This church ties, even in the midst of COVID, even in the midst of the past 16 years, when we've had ups and downs and downs and about, this board says, we are going to tithe. This minister says, I will work for a church, and only a church, that tithes. And we, my dear friends, tithe to Silent Unity, Unity Worldwide Ministries that supports us each and every week the Great Lakes Unity Region that supports us with curriculum, that supports us with youth and family ministry material. And in addition to giving of our tithe, we also give generously to organizations throughout our community. I want to share some of those in the last few years that your generosity has helped tremendously. In your outreach team, we have an outreach team that's active all the time. They are one of the biggest blessings in this church is that they come together with divine idea after divine idea after divine idea. And most of the time, they put hands and feet to those divine ideas. And for that, I'm grateful. These are some of the places that we have, tied, we have given our generosity to. Pack the Pews, Minnesota Food Drive, Prism, Pack the Pews with Backpacks, Noble Elementary Book Drive, Kid Pack, Giving Tree for Prism, Give to the Max, where you double it, Prism, Reclaim, Noble Elementary School, Food Group, Give Us Wings, Feed My Starving Children, Freedom House, Every Meal Sheraton House, Teaming Up with Teams, Northside Business Association, and Open Streets. Those are just a few that you have given in the last few years. I want an applause. I want an applause for yourselves for that. That's huge. You have never missed a beat. And that's in addition to what I teach as tithing as well. We're blessed also today to continue to do that. We continue in generosity. Not only do we have that we tithe and we give to our charitable gifts, but we also have an inreach program right here. Uh, that allows me occasionally to help those that are going through some really challenging times. Uh, some seed money, so to speak, to start and to get help get back on their feet, so to speak. Today we have with us two special guests that has been recipients of our generosity. This individual that's here representing Noble Elementary School has served the public schools his entire adult life as an administrator, a teacher, an educational assistant, 
He has worked at Noble Elementary School for the past 10 years. He's a member of Unity Minneapolis, where he has sung with a choir in the Unity Quartet, coordinated music for youth and family ministry, and served on the outreach team. He lives in Robbinsdale with his wife, Kathy, and his stepson, Sam. Our beloved David Reed, would you welcome David to the platform? David! Thank you, Reverend Fat. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Noble Elementary is located just about a mile from here, if you just go west on Golden Valley Road. For a bit and turn right on Noble Avenue, you'll see the school about a half mile up on the left. Um, the Noble community includes about 270 pre-kinder through fifth graders who are beautiful, very energetic, very <laughs> personable, um, at times delightfully mischievous. Um, and these students uh, come from, uh, it's a very diverse community. About 75% of the kids are students of color. And about 70 to 75% of their families receive free and reduced ben uh, lunch benefits. The students and their families reside in North Minneapolis. They reside in Golden Valley, Robbinsdale, and a number of other surrounding communities. Um, as Reverend Pat mentioned, I've been blessed to serve at Noble for the past 10 years in a variety of administrative and support roles. And during that time, I've, I've witnessed so much just pure goodness coming from the partnership between Unity, Minneapolis, and Noble. Unity supports the Noble community in a variety of ways. Every summer, monetary and book donations from the annual Unity Book Drive put new books into the hands of each and every noble student. Um, the books are distributed during the fall back-to-school barbecue or during fall conferences or for those students whose families are not able to make those events, um, they're, they're given books at school. And, and these days, written materials seem to take a back seat to online sources. And so it is very encouraging and heartening to hear about parents talk about their first grader, their fifth grader, the third grader, who um, is enjoying their new book and in many times reading to younger siblings. And research shows again and again how important the development of literary skills at an early age are in positively impacting the lives of, of individuals and communities. So the Unity Book Drive positively and profoundly impacts lives. Unity provides volunteer and financial support for two different food programs at Noble, the Kid Pack program, and uh, in the last couple of years, the uh, program called Every Meal. Unity works in partnership with two other local spiritual communities, Valley Presbyterian and um, Valley of Peace Lutheran. And these programs provide weekend meals and snacks for students during the school year. Unity volunteers pack and they deliver the snacks in, in the classrooms. And the numbers vary each year, but some years over 100 students are able to take home, um, take home meals for the weekend. 
everyone, when it started some 10 years ago, everyone was so excited about the program, with the possible exception of the bus drivers. Um, <laughs> when the kids started, they were so excited about, about getting the field that they would tear open their bags on the bus, and before the buses left the parking lot, they'd have half of the contents consumed, and, and didn't do a very good job of cleaning up afterwards. So we, we took care of that problem, and the bus drivers were, were excited as, as well. Um, and this year, Unity is giving additional kid packs for extended breaks, such as the up upcoming MEA weekend and winter and spring breaks. And so special shout out to the outreach team, to the volunteers, to John Solomon and Monica Coltier for, for keeping these vital food programs going for our noble kids. Also, each December, about 10 to 12 students from noble families who are especially struggling are selected to participate in a program called Shop with a Cop in partnership with the Golden Valley Police Department. Um, with the Shop with a Cop program, families are asked to provide a gift list for every member of the family, and then the selected students are driven to Target uh, in Ridgedale in the Unity van, which is driven by John or Rick each year, and there they're partnered with police officers who purchase gifts for the entire family. Um, the students are told that they're, they're just purchasing families for everyone else, but then they're surprised and told to select gifts for themselves as well. They all then go to the Golden Valley Police Department where they wrap gifts and they enjoy uh, pizza. And a, a fun time is had by all. Uh, there are a couple goals for the Shop with the Cop program. One is to help families in, in, who were challenged during the holiday seasons. Um, the other is to build uh, positive rela relations between law enforcement officers and, and local communities. And we know that in some communities that's very challenging, sometimes tragic. Um, forever gonna be touched by the experience of a, a second grader who, um, when he saw uh, officers in squad cars in the school parking lot waiting to greet the students before they get on the bus and go to Ridgedale, um, this child just, just ran back into the school screaming, terrified. And, and one can only imagine what he had experienced or uh, witnessed in his own neighborhood. He was finally coaxed into the bus to go to Target where he met up with his officer uh, partner, went to the police station, and uh, by the end of the evening, you absolutely could not wipe the smile off of his face. So um, another program which, which positively impacts lives. Um, so Noble family, uh, Unity family, on behalf of Principal Mike Rickenberg and um, Melissa Stolowski, who's our social worker, the entire noble community. I wanted to thank you for the love, the peace, the compassion, and the generosity that you share with the noble community. Thank you. Whoa. I drive by noble each and every, I drive by noble each and every time I go home, and it is a pleasure for me to glance over there and think to myself, there may be a kid that's wearing, uh, using one of our backpacks, or a kid in that school that I know has taken home a meal for the weekend. Feeds my heart. 
Our next presenter is the executive director of PRISM. Uh, that's um, People Responding in Social Ministry. That's located here in Golden Valley. She has credentials galore. And the most important credential she has is the love that she has for the work that she does. And without that credential, the work would not be done. I have been blessed to know her since she has taken that position. And I have seen huge program changes. I have seen financial transformation take place there. I've seen order put in place there. Of course, we re refer many people to their food shelf and also to their shop for change, which is open to the public, which is a low-end, second-hand, low-cost, not low-end, but low-cost, uh, um, second-hand store. They also provide transportation, rental assistance, and all kinds of wonderful things. Michelle Ness, would you share with us what we do? Thank you so much. Let's welcome Michelle to the platform. Thank you for having me. I feel so welcome. I have to say two of my favorite things are the Beatles and flowers, and to experience both of them already. Um, marvelous. Thank you so very much. Um, I'm grateful to be here, and I am truly inspired by all that you are doing because it does take a community to take care of each other. Um, at PRISM, I've been there for almost 10 years now, uh, and what we're seeing is that the need is not going away, and I think that we all recognize our world is not getting easier, but what that means is there's more opportunities for us to be involved and to give back. Unity has been generous for so many years in so many ways. The food shelf is what often comes to mind first off when we think of PRISM, and we've got 2,000 visitors a month. That's 100 to 150 in any one day walking through, getting 75 to 100 pounds of food. And what Unity does is you support us in doing this, and I'm not talking about just a can of soup because something is better than nothing. What you allow us to do is to provide the healthy food, the diverse food, the foods that taste good, the foods that people want, and the items that people need and want because we all need toilet paper and it's expensive and personal hygiene. And this is the holistic perspective that we take at PRISM and this is what you support us to do. So not just at the holiday season, not just in March, not just in summer, but every month because hunger does not take a holiday. The backpacks that are donated, we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of kids who leave Prism prepared for school. And may we cross our fingers that they all stay in school for the entire school year um, and, and stay healthy. But it's the backpacks, it's the school supplies, it's the holiday toys. These are the things that allow kids to be kids. These are the things that when budgets are tight, birthdays get missed. And that just is not acceptable to us. And it's the generosity of unity that allows us to meet the needs, meet people where they're at, to be able to be healthy and strong. When you donate to the thrift shop, bring your old clothing. The purse you don't use anymore, we will use it. Come and shop. Those things all support our mission and you do that. And when you say to somebody, I know what PRISM is, or I've been to PRISM, or you like us on Facebook, or you forward a message, all of these things, and they don't need to be major, I'm not talking a major gift, all of these things, small things on a regular basis, this is what I love this idea of all in, because we are all in this together, and it's with our neighbors who need it, who need us to be all in. 
at PRISM, um, we talk about doing good feels good mm-hmm. and being kinder than necessary, kind of our informal motto. Um, and I like, to, I like to say that you get what you give. And you give because it's the right thing to do, because helping others is, is important. And also, inherently, as you're talking about, you feel good. And I think that's where strength is born. I think that's where love is grown and where it's generated. And so I thank you for your regular practice of gratitude, your practice of stillness, your gratitude and practice of compassion. At PRISM, we could not do this without you. Our numbers are growing. The need is growing. Your generosity has allowed us to be a stable and significant resource and ally and friend for so many of our neighbors in need in their greatest times of need. So thank you. Thank you for being all in. Yes, thank you, Michelle. Thank you. I believe that our newly remodeled building will help us to continue to serve the community outside of these walls. Some things that we have had to say no to in this community is because we were not compliant with what we needed to be with as far as the, the building is concerned. For example, we have said no to a child care center. And this wouldn't this be a great place for a child care center, but we were not accessible. We were not accessible. So it'd be wonderful to have that opportunity here again. Senior gatherings as well. And a few years ago, we ended up saying no for this to be a voting polling place because it needed to be 100% accessible. So I know that as this all-in, um, this all-in campaign, which includes the vision within the vision, the vision within the vision is a remodeled community, a remodeled church. It, I know without a doubt that this will help us continue to reach out and be a center, a center for many people, just not for the membership here at Unity Minneapolis. So your assignment today, if you choose to accept it, is this. As you exit the sanctuary today, you will be given a journal. It's a beautiful reflection journal. And the journal is for you to use that journal to ask that question, Spirit, what do you want to do through me, through me to support this campaign and there's some beautiful questions for you to answer in that journal the other assignment if you choose to accept it today there's some new slides that will be shown on our monitors that shows the remodel of the interior of the building for the first floor and the second floor i would like for you to ask to see those as well and i'd like for you to remain excited about this process Really, we know the importance of the energy and that it's necessary to move this forward. I want you to be excited about it. I want you to be excited as I am about it. And this is not only for our community, but this is for generations to come, for your children and your grandchildren as well. And so as I pointed out last week, many times we plant a tree that we will never set under the shade. Hey, are you all in? Yes. I love you, I bless you, I behold the living presence of God within you, and oh, my heart is full with all the generosity that you give to this community and outside. God bless you, and so it is. Amen.
So wonderful to hear about the positive impact that we are having outside of these walls. So thank you for our guests today. Now is the time in our service where we get the opportunity to practice that law of giving and receiving, that law of circulation, also practicing generosity and gratitude. And so we invite you to make a gift to Unity Minneapolis. You know the drill. You can use a uh, check, you can use online. Uh, we also have the QR code in our program. Uh, for those who are streaming with us, you can use the secure link to go to our website. And as we prepare for that, I'll ask that you say our offering blessing uh, with me. I'll do it once alone and then ask you to do that together. Divine love flowing through me, 
blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. Together, divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. And so it is. Let us take a moment and bless these gifts. We bless all the gifts that's been received this week, the electronic gifts, those that received in the mail. We bless all of these gifts, and we send them forth to fulfill our vision and mission of a transformed world. Thank you, sweet spirit, and so it is. Amen. We invite our on-duty unity prayer chaplains to please stand. These individuals arrived early. They held sacred space in the sanctuary. They're here to hold that sacred space with you, to pray with you, to listen with the ears of their heart, and to hold what they have heard in the strictest of confidence. So today, if you have a prayer request, by all means, seek out a Unity Prayer Chaplain. Thank you for your service, and you may be seated. Uh, next week, we continue our series, I Am All In. I am all in with gratitude, and we'll be looking at gratitude and the power of gratitude next week. Uh, I think we have children out. Youth and Family Ministry Director Cassidy Meeks, is she in the sanctuary? Cassidy Meeks, our Youth and Family Ministry Director. She is probably upstairs with our Youth and Family Ministry stuff. So let's stand together. I'm going to invite Reverend Kevin to the platform as we know together our prayer for protection and our peace song. Your prayer for protection is in your order of service. So together we know that the light of God surrounds us. I am light. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power. The presence of God watches over us. I am presence. Wherever we are, I am divine. And all is swell. And we have children coming in. Let's bring them in. They, they will. Yes, 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 yes. We missed our cue. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yay! Yes. Yay, yay, yay. Oh, we are all in on this building. We are ready to help. And we hope that you will come back at either 1130 or at our pet blessing at 2 p.m. today. Thanks, everyone. That's great. 2 p.m. pet blessing. Right. Thank you.
Can you sing the peace song, Reverend Pat? I bet we do. Right. We do. <laughs> now there is peace on earth, and it is begun with me. You keep on giving, but your kindness I 